We remember the fish we used to eat without cost in Egypt, and the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic. But now we are famished. We see nothing before us but this manna. We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, everyone still wants to eat, so we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you to be. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pruning to Prosper. I'm your host, Gina Morton, and I just want to begin this episode with a little bit of background on my health to get you to understand why I eat the way I eat. So I am gluten and corn free is how I eat and the diet that I keep. And the reason I do that is because I have rheumatoid arthritis. I was diagnosed nine years ago after I gave birth to my now nine-year-old daughter. And I went from being a half marathon runner to not being able to walk across my kitchen. So It was a real dramatic shift in my health, and I wanted to get back to who I was as fast as possible. But it took me a lot longer than it probably should have. I should have hired a dietitian. (laughs) But instead, I played around with food for the first couple of years until I finally settled in on a diet that's working for me. And my medicine has been cut in half. I could exercise. I've run half marathons. And you really would never know I was sick at all if you saw me just walking down the street. So what I follow is a gluten and corn-free diet. Now, the gluten is pretty easy because there are so many gluten-free options on the market. The hard part is the corn because there is corn in just about everything that has a package, mostly because corn is used as a uh, caking agent so that stuff doesn't clump together when it's in a package. So that pretty much eliminates any sort of packaged or processed foods from my diet, which is great. It's very healthy, but it does require a lot of cooking and preparation. And lunch is usually my hardest meal because I don't feel like making a big mess and I can't just make a sandwich. Salads are always one of my favorites, but the thought of prep wears me out before I even begin. So realistically, and in all honesty, I usually grab some fruit or some chips, or worst case, I just don't know what to eat, so I skip it altogether, which is not a good practice for any of us, but especially by the time my kids get home at three o'clock, I am hangry and irritable, and this is the time of the day when my kids really need me the most because I need to help with homework, I need to get them to their activities, and when they need me the most, I'm at my worst. So what I've come up with for this school year is that I am going to have a batch salad for the whole week. And if you've been following me on YouTube for years or on this podcast, you know 
I am a meal planner. I'm not necessarily a a meal prepper or a batch cooker, but I'm trying to get a little bit better about these things because I think if you do invest the time, it does make the rest of the month very easy, especially on busy nights. So um, what I first did, so how I do lunches, I'll start with that just so you have a little bit of background. When I do lunches, we do the same lunch for the whole week. So the main thing, maybe it's ham and cheese sandwiches, maybe it's tuna salad sandwiches, that that would be an example. So then all six of us eat that every day for the week. And then we have fruit and veggies and different things like that. So it just kind of makes it easier for me. It's when you when you simplify your meal planning down to just a few things, you are going to better have a better accurate um, budget. You can stock up on things when they're on sale. You are going to not waste as much because if you're buying something from the deli that's turkey and roast beef and provolone or da 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 da, you get down to the one slice of ham that nobody wants to eat and it's all slimy. Whereas if like everyone is ham, that's it. You don't go to waste. You know, I'm not throwing away one piece of ham that gets lost in the, the drawer in the refrigerator anymore. So that's just how I do it. It seems to work for us. However, I wanted to also have something that I could very easily grab for lunch. So I love the idea of salads. I buy lettuce like, you know, every week and every month I throw away lettuce. So what happens is by the time I get to dinner and like, again, I'm too tired to make the salad when I'm done making the dinner. But I think if I can muster up some energy on Sunday night or even Monday morning to make a big, huge salad, that's what people can take every single day. And how the first recipe that I'm going to give you came about was because Costco has changed how they package their wild-caught salmon. So now when I opened the package, it was two big pieces of salmon wrapped inside instead of just one, which is way too much for our family. And I didn't really want to refreeze it. I didn't know how that was going to work out. I would have to repackage it and all that. So I thought, oh my gosh, I better just cook them both. So I did. And I made for the first week of school, a salmon and quinoa salad. Now this has been a main dinner for our family, but it's also a really good salad that only gets better tasting as the week goes on because it kind of marinates in the, the quinoa. And I will have all of these recipes in the show notes, so don't feel like you need to take notes or anything like that. Um, I don't know where I got this recipe. I'm just going to write it down for you. I don't know the history of it. I, I don't remember. We've been making this for so many years. I just can't remember where I got it from. But it's a really good, healthy recipe that's very filling. And all my kids love it. It's a family favorite. So we ate that the first week of school. As For the kids, it was a little bit of a side. For me, it was my main meal. Okay. The next one that I want to share with you would be one that is made of power greens, okay? It could be uh, the spinach, it could be kale, it could be mixed greens. Here's my one disclaimer. If you're buying that plastic, big, rectangular package that has the mixed green salad in it, it is going to go bad at different times. And you've probably noticed that, that some of the stuff still looks great after a week and there's other pieces of salad in there that have gotten slimy. So I really want to steer you away from buying that because they 
they go bad at different times. So it's better to buy one bag of spinach, one bag of kale, one bag of romaine, and make your own mixed salad if you're going to do that, um, if that makes sense. But anyway, if you do um, kale or something, that's going to hold up really well. Now, the other thing is I wouldn't put the dressing on the salads until the maybe you take it with you to work or you you know, put it in a little container off to the side, unless it's the salmon and quinoa salad. Like I said, that one will just get better with age. The one that the power greens, I would just keep it off to the side unless you're using kale. Kale would be able to hold it. But remember, you're trying to make this last for about five days. So any kind of dressing on there, I would probably just leave to the side and just make a big thing of it. The other thing about salad dressing is most of the stuff that comes in jars or bottles has corn in it. So I really don't eat any salad dressing from a store. I make it myself and really it takes a minute. I, For the most part, we just do oil, vinegar, salt, and pepper, maybe some lemon. Maybe if I'm feeling a little bit more energetic, I'll whip in some Dijon mustard or something. But really, I just keep it super simple. Or we love Caesar salads and I make that from scratch. And the final salad I'm going to share with you would be a Napa cabbage with peanuts and carrots and avocado. And that's, I would recommend you keep the peanuts to the side because if you put them in with the salad, eventually they're going to get that, they're going to lose their crunch. So those are the three salads I'm going to share with you in the show notes and try it out. Let me know if making one big salad at the beginning of the week helps you stay on budget, helps you eat a little bit better, because I know I can't stand going to a restaurant and ordering a salad. And for a lot of the chain restaurants or any any restaurant that's not a really good made-from-scratch kind of a restaurant, um, I probably can't eat what they have on the menu. So I end up just getting a salad with oil and vinegar and spending $12 for it, which makes me nutty. So it is so expensive to just eat a salad. So you can recreate these at home. You can go on to any restaurant that you like. I bet they have their menu online. You can look at their appetizers. You can look at their salads and you can see exactly what they're putting in their salads. And then you just Google whatever you don't understand. You know, if there's a vinaigrette, you just Google it. And I'm sure you can find something that's comparable. So We are living in a wonderful age of information and anything that you're being served in a restaurant, you can probably hack. I call them restaurant hacks. You can probably hack it at home for a fraction of the price. So that's what I've got for you today. Let me know if you make any of these salads and have yourself a wonderful school year. Take care. Hello, ladies. I'm so excited to announce that this fall, I'll be conducting another round of my signature coaching course, Pruning to Prosper. It's an eight-week group coaching course where we dive deep into the woman God is calling you to be. We spend the first week talking about who you're called to be and the next seven weeks really doing the work of decluttering, budgeting, meal planning, implementing routines, finding your tribe, working on mindset, talking about abundance, and sharing your gifts. If this sounds like something you would love to be part of, please click on the link in the show notes to be added to my waitlist and you'll be the first to know when the doors open. Have a great day.